All right. Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Tapcalf Transmission, the only Star Wars podcast hosted by Mr. Eckhart's Ladder and myself, Corey Loses. You're in for a treat tonight because we've got the shard, the real genuine shards of Alderaan tonight. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How, how are you? How are you doing, Eck? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Um, I only managed to get a shard of Alderaan, so we might need to change the title, but still, yeah, pretty. Oh, well, I got the pretty... rest, so I got you covered. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm doing good. How, how are you doing? Uh, I, I'm fine. I read a, a Star Wars book. I, I played a Star Wars earlier today. Like, what else could you want? Which Star Wars did you play today? I, uh, Empire at War. I, I've heard of that one. Um, yeah, I'm not allowed. It to seems play like one of those games. games that you could put like ten thousand hours into for over the course of like a decade. Uh, I'm hoping to get there someday. I, I'm probably just shy, but that's insane. The forums for the mod used to uh, they track online time, mm-hmm. and when I when I just tipped over three hundred sixty five days of online time back in the day, I was. Uh, that's when I really realized that I have nothing going on in my life. That's not great, man. Not, I'm not going to lie to you. That's a lot of... That's, that's a 365 lot of... times 24. That's already 8,760 8, hours. Well, it was a whole year of... I. Why did you go from 365 days to hours? Is hours because we, more we, understandable Because we talked about 10,000 hours earlier, and okay. you said, I'm almost there. Well, I, I didn't really... If that were back in the day, you're there. Yeah, well, I, I don't really go on those forums anymore. I don't think anyone really does. But either way, we're talking about Young Jedi Knights, Shards of Alderaan, the start of a new storyline, story arc, plot for all of our Young Jedi Knights. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so we're in the Diversity Alliance arc, which I assume is SJW propaganda, right? Clearly. Yeah. So we're in the Diversity Alliance arc, although in this book, not really. Um, We're mostly in the gang doesn't care about Raynar Thule arc right now. Yeah. (laughs) Or Luke Skywalker, apparently. Did you pick up on that? So the, the, the whole point of the book, basically, is that it's Leia's birthday, but... um. Hey, yeah, that's true. They have the same one, don't they? It's also Luke's. <laughs> and like yeah. nobody even mentions it the entire well, time. No one gives a shit. What do you get the Jedi Master who has everything? I don't know, like I don't know, video games or something? Like Do you think Luke plus plays plus a video game? Do you think Luke's big on the Star Wars squadrons? Uh I mean, well, Anakin had his little uh game gear, so I assume. So you're you're thinking that Luke and Anakin spent a lot of time gaming together. Well, not together. I just think that they both probably had their their vices or their things that they did outside of. Uh, I like I heard I heard Darth Vader had a N64 emulator installed in his suit. Well, Luke's vice is hot chocolate. So is he just mm, drinking? That's hot chocolate true. Yeah. And that's something you can't really get unless, like, Yavin has cocoa, like, cocoa beans. Like, Well, Peckham probably imports it. That's what most of the Lightning Rod's cargo capacity is. It's just hot chocolate for Luke. He might be right. And it Either all way, got exploded when the, when the bomb went off in the temple. I'm not saying they've got to give him a gift, but I'm saying, like, wish the man happy birthday. Yeah, that's fair. 
Like yeah. maybe just even have him in the scene with uh with Leia and the kids. Like that's all. Doesn't he don't even need to give him a gift. Just acknowledge the man. Yeah. Like I'm so, sick of these of these stories that just like shit on the legacy of Luke Skywalker ruins it totally. Yeah, I agree. Like um, a different character. I will say too, um, so it's Luke's birthday and Leia's birthday. That's one major plot. The other major plot is that it's Raynar Thule's uh, his dad has been kidnapped, or well, he's not kidnapped; he's missing. Yeah. Um, and no I'm one's sure we'll very upset a... about this. It's just kind of a, a mild inconvenience yeah. for everyone else. Yeah, the kids go on like a happy-go-lucky adventure, and it's like maybe invite Raynar. <laughs> like they like instead just leave, and they're like Raynar looks sad, and they they just leave. So well, like... Raynar. It even says like Raynar is spending all this time like trying to follow them around and help them, and. Uh... Just like no, you can stay here. We d we don't want you with us. But this yeah. is picking up right after the the Shadow Academy attack on Yavin. For anyone who hasn't read Jedi Under Siege, so the temple is a real mess. Uh, mm -hmm. They're working on putting it back together. They're trying to. Uh, they say it's the worst it's ever been. I don't I don't understand how it fared better than Natasi Dala's attack, or fared worse than Under Dala's attack. Well, this time there was a bomb that went off directly in it, rather than just a failed attack on it. So. That's true. It's like I most mean, of the damage was done in the uh, in the bomb afterwards. Mm, fair enough. So we get uh, we get kind of like an initial subplot of that. And then the main plot is the kids are going to Alderaan to find a gift for Leia. They want to get part of the planet for her. I was hoping they'd come back with like part of Bale's femur or something. But I think that's probably too hard to find. Mm -hmm. And... There's Raynar's father getting kidnapped, so that's kind of going on in the background. And there's Boba Fett, who we get introduced to in a chapter. And because it's such a short book, like a subplot here means like a few paragraphs and then they show up in one other thing. So we got Zek trying to find himself, Boba trying to find Raynar's dad, Raynar missing his dad and being misunderstood by the Jedi kids, and Tenel Ka gets a ship. Those are kind of the main story threads we go through here. Mm -hmm. But... Surprise, it's not Boba Fett. What do you mean? It's not Boba Fett in this book. It's his daughter. It's not? It's it Island is? Bell. Yeah. Did it say that? It doesn't in the book. It gets retconned later as not being Boba Fett. Oh, oh okay. So, so she's using like a voice changer or something? Yeah, because uh, she often impersonates her father and... Uh, until she died. He's like, there's some other stuff that was inconsistent with other appearances of Boba. So at some point they're just like, yeah, this is uh this is Island actually. I mean, I guess that helps explain why she didn't manage to kill the kids. Yeah. She's just not. Why she got beaten as... by Zek and a beaten up freighter and then mm -hmm. the Falcon comes in. There were a, yeah. I'm a little bit sketchy on some of the details on some of that because there was I, I'm reading the ebook versions of these. I have the the hardcover, not the hardcover. I have the paperback version of some of these. But did your lawyer tell you to say that? Uh, no, you did not. But <laughs> the the ebooks were, I think, written by someone where they were super lit. Because <laughs> especially towards the end, there are a lot of lines that are just messed up symbols. So mm -hmm. I'm I missed a few details there. Yeah, I was reading the ebook for this one, and like you said, it's a mess. So I swapped to the uh, 
the droid made audiobooks on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they were actually much better. The only issue that I encountered was that every time it said Tenel Ka, the robot thought Ka was short for Kansas. So it kept saying Tenel Kansas. <laughs> Do we know it's not? Well, I, I was confused because I was like, I thought it said like Tenel Can says something. I was like, like what the fuck? Did like somebody <laughs> have a, like a heart attack while writing this page? And then I go check and it's like, no, this is just like robot stuff yeah. like the robot needs to work through this one yeah so we open up with the uh the scenes working on the temple and there's a line that says like the survivors are working on it and Nobody i didn't died. really get the i didn't really get the sense that anyone had died in the pre- no. previous book who wasn't working for the shadow academy mm-hmm. like are there dead jedi children as possible in, like is there a prequel to this book called dead jedi knights it's possible. I do like that we got clarity on the fact that Zek did purposely, because we had a discussion about this, Zek did purposely save the kids mm-hmm. from the bomb. Um, so that was a nice bit of clarity. Yeah. So that's good, because like Zek has, we get a, a scene of like Zek being asleep and like uh, he's having nightmares about uh, Tamath Kai and Brachis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how is. He faces a consequence later when he gets the best joke in the series aimed at him. When Jaina, they're in a little pool, and Jaina's like, what are we waiting around for? (laughs) And Jason really tries throughout the entire series, but Jaina comes out with the best joke of the series there. I'm I'm, uh, making making it official. Best joke. Damn, dude doesn't even want to read the rest of the books yet. We must be halfway through now, are we? Uh, I think there's seven left. And we must there's... have read about seven. Or I think this is six, maybe? Yeah, I think Isn't this is five? book six, and then there's, what, 14 of them? Yeah. Man, that bums me out. I'm having so much fun with these every week. <laughs> You're just afraid of having to go back to reading adult books, aren't you? Yeah, there's, uh, this is... This is number seven, then there's one, two, three. Then there's seven more after this. So we are... At the halfway point, there's still Diversity Alliance, Illusions of Grandeur, Zeta, Jedi Bounty, Emperor's Plague, Return to Ord Mantell, Trouble on Cloud City, and then finally Crisis at Crystal Reef. Mm-hmm. So Don't we worry, still got we, have, we still got we a have lot young of Jedi Knights here. or Junior Jedi Knights. Yeah, there's Junior Jedi Knights. Uh, there's Jedi Apprentice. Like we can go back and read about Obi Wan and Anakin's time. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of, we do see Anakin in this one as well. Not that Anakin, but Anakin's soul. Yeah. So I, this is all part of the uh, the repair of the temple subplot. And Anakin comes up with the great idea that they should get this, fix the temple. Mm-hmm. What if what a what an amazing idea he has. Like, oh, it's a puzzle. Yeah, you I just, just imagine the New Republic apart. Engineering Corps is like, oh, it's like, don't say anything. Together. That's the chief of states, kid. <laughs> yeah. All these <laughs> kids are so goddamn spoiled. Like, Rainer Thule's over here, like, just struggling because his dad's missing in action. Han comes on three different occasions, brings a gift each time. And one of the gifts is a personal starship, so these 15-year-olds can go fuck off to the Alderaan system. Yeah. Kendall Ka needs a personal starship. It's a bit of a fixer-upper, but that's just because she wants to blend in with the poor, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. These kids aren't super relatable. 
Yeah, and this whole arc is about how the uh, the rich royal kids go and <laughs> fight against social justice throughout the galaxy. That's what <laughs> steal bits of a desecrated and destroyed planet. It's like <laughs> fucking colonizers, man. <laughs> I I don't know how I'd feel about that gift if I was them. Or yeah. if I was Leia. Like That's probably some Not pretty great. valuable metal though. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that gets. Is like probably build some nice ships out of that yeah i mean they should have mined that 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 place ages ago right yeah it would have been a much better book if uh if they'd been attacked by like remember alderaan or whatever the Mm -hmm. ship was called that would have been instead of boba fett have that frigate come in and then Tycho has to save them it's like somebody who doesn't want them to give like someone it's like they think it's like the heart of Alderaan, like the planet's core, really is just like, like a vaporized baby. Like maybe <laughs> don't, maybe don't like go through our graveyard and pick what you want. <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah. Very gross. Um. So what were your what were your overall thoughts on uh, on this on this one compared to the to the prior ones? Are you are you more excited to get into this arc, or? Yeah, I was done Academy. with the Shadow Academy arc, to be honest. It's because I, I thought it was how too... long it took. Yeah, and I thought it was a little too, like... I end up liking the kind of Adventure of the Weeks a bit more, because, like, they'd usually throw in, like, like a main arc thing, and then it'd be, like, Town of Cockots or Harm Off. Um, so I, I like that we're getting back to kind of that style. Um, I do think the... I, I don't really remember what the diversity alliance is, but it seems like it's going to be a little less... Um, of like this overwhelming huge galaxy threatening thing um but yeah i, I do like that Raynar is probably going to be involved a bit more i like i liked zek in this book quite a bit as well um it is kind of funny that like he just gets no no consequences he's like i killed a man they're like it's it's cool oh here's a ship just go yeah um i also thought it was really funny that so Raynar thule they're worried that he's going to be like attacked or kidnapped and Han's like, well, the best protection is probably at Luke's Jedi Temple anyway. Like, more kids Where have, have died yeah. from Luke's Jedi School than have graduated. They were literally just invaded. I guess now the New Republic is sending some mm-hmm. some more people to help, but building a new shield generator and yeah, there's going to be troops stationed in orbit. Mm-hmm. Like, attack it five or six times. They they do eventually learn the learn the lesson, and maybe For Luke a while, will stop it's not running super... away at this point. Yeah, and then it gets invaded like two years later, and it's not super well protected then. Yeah, but isn't that like that's use on Vong though? You kind of gotta because mm-hmm. they started evacuating before then. It was mm-hmm. really just Tahiri and Anakin that suffer for that. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Master Ikrit. Well, he made his choice. Ikrit's just like hiding in the background right now on Yavin while all this is happening. So mm-hmm. he's really not taking responsibility for what should be here same with what's his name the tie pilot he's back hiding out too right yeah he just crashed on the plane i'm gonna gonna stick around this time probably will just stay here (laughs) because he shows back up in njo but mm -hmm. for a bit so yeah so we've got zek another kind of mini plot is is zek's story here and we see the experience of his dumbass home planet which is like mm mm-hmm 
um because it's dumb to the nth degree basically what happens <laughs> is every eight or so years there's these massive like volcanic like volcano eruptions and the planet itself just it has like seismic activity and stuff and uh so it basically wipes the planet of life every eight years and uh you'd think that most people would be like okay let's not stay here but they're like well the soil do be pretty good though so every eight years they rebuild their entire civilization farm for those eight years and then wait till the last moment to leave almost always resulting in casualties yeah and you'd think like they'd be really good at preparing to get out but zek gets there and uh what was what was the lady's name i can't remember omega shenron something like so yeah so she zek is staying with her and uh this is someone who is i think like four years older than zek uh Mm -hmm. she had been in charge of helping the last evacuation which is when zek left the planet and when Uh, his parents died yeah so her and her husband are kind of the the new characters introduced for this and while they're trying to escape the planet she runs back into their house to grab the plans for their next house that they're going to build when they come back and the house just collapses and crushes her Mm -hmm. Uh, like you'd think they'd know to pack beforehand and like this is clearly a don't run back into the burning building situation you can get the plans later you can remake them later her husband doesn't really seem to care that he's like oh maybe i'll get married again later this is just a cycle of things like people do be dying yeah it's like uh zach says but how many people are gonna die it's like oh yes but how many people will be born that's not a counter argument how many people who die are going to be those fucking babies because they can't get off the world? Literally go anywhere else and you'll be safer. It's like the people on Galantos in, uh, or Yul Shaw in, mm-hmm. uh, in Jedi Academy, but at least they were abandoned there and couldn't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess they did stay later when they were given a choice. Like these people get kicked off, come back, build up again, die, leave, come back. It's just stupid. Just go to Dantooine. Yeah, like, or if you're going to live there, live in your spaceships. Like, yeah. park on the surface, then live in your spaceships. Yeah, and then just and take then off. It's much better. When it's time to leave, leave. Like, there are big spaceships that you can live in. Yeah. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they just, like, Zek is like, ah, no, I, I thought I wanted to go home, but this isn't for me. You're all kind of dumb. Like, yeah, it's actually terrible here. Yeah. Like, my parents were stupid. I'm glad they're dead. He didn't say that, but he, he definitely was crossed it. his mind. We were all yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, it was cool because it was kind of, like, it like it was stupid in-universe, but, like, it's something that I also kind of could imagine happening. <laughs> like, so it was kind of, it was kind of neat. Well, I can see people having a, a natural disaster happen and then they want to move back to where they live, but if it's, like, like clockwork, every few years, the whole thing is just going to be definitely wiped out. And there's nothing you can do about it except for try to leave. But then you make, you take absolutely no steps to prepare to leave for the next time. Like at a certain point, come on. I don't want to blame the victims here, but it's entirely their fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like have like have a moon or something that you can go to for, because then they stay up in the ships, the, the big freighters they're living in. They stay there for two years. Um, yeah. And it sounds really shitty. 
the whole time. So Zek's life, like where he, because after that happens, Zek basically runs away to Coruscant and he steals and then he works for, um, what's his name again? Peckham. Um, yeah, Peckham for a bit. That sounded way better. And like Zek's yeah. life as a bounty hunter, which is what he's doing now, sounds way better. See, I was kind of, I thought it was weird that he made that choice. He he decides he doesn't want to be part of the Jedi Academy, which fair enough. He just went through a lot at a different academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his decision is that he's going to become a bounty hunter. And I don't think he really knows how it works. Where yeah, he's, he's like, talking about it like he's going to go around saving people and use the information from being a bounty hunter to do that. But like, no, it. I don't. He 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 thinks he was bounty hunting when he found the kids, but he wasn't. And he's talking about like how he's going to get the bounty for uh, Mr. Thol. It sounded like. Or he's like, going to use the really information how that works. Is. Like, like, yeah, you're... So are you going to give his information to the bad guys? Like, because that's how that works. Yeah. And Jaina says, oh, because uh, this is after Zek comes and rescues them with Han. And she's like, oh, if you're going to be a bounty hunter, my dad can give you all these tips on living under the radar. I was like, I don't think Han likes bounty hunters, actually. Yeah. Probably not going to be something he wants to help with. Yeah, I mean, especially where Zek's like, 16. I think he's a little older than Jaina, but like he's not so old that their like obvious blossoming romance is weird. So, yeah, because that we do start to see like more of the actual romance in this book, like we between Zek and Jaina and uh, Tahiri and Jason. There's like one scene where they think they're going to die. And it's like, or yeah, sorry, Tahiri, that would be even later. That's that's much later. And Definitely one of the most inappropriate things in Star Wars. That's cool. Only slightly less inappropriate than Tahiri and Anakin. Yeah. Or Ben. Ben. Fuck. Tahiri and Anakin is That's fine. the new name, Star Wars. Well, Sorry. they their names are fine. You're the one that can't remember who characters are. That's completely fair. I've, I've got no counter to that. Just because That's they great. both start with T doesn't mean Tahiri and Tenelka are really that No, similar. Tahiri Tenelka is fine. The solo kids all okay, like yeah, the that's... Jason and Jaina. That's fine. But I always call Ben Anakin and vice versa. Yeah. Be- well, you get because uh... now it's Ben solo. Yeah. And it... yeah. Fair enough. And there already was an Anakin Skywalker. So see, I th- I thought uh, for the last book or two, we got more of the Tenel Ka is into Jason angle. In this book, we get more of the Jason's into Tenel Ka angle. So yeah. I, I forget. I think Jason's just a little gets... kind of I think Jason's just a little um, clueless. Yeah. yeah. Well, he He's thinks that she his... doesn't. Uh, that he needs to, like, impress her or something mm-hmm. and that he's beneath her. He's putting her on a weird pedestal, which you should never do. That's just. When you end Don't up put the hate on, on a pedestal, that's what they always say. Yeah. That's how he ends up on some weird incel subreddit. Yeah. This weird girl doesn't even like me. She's only got one arm, so (laughs) where does she get off? (laughs) She'd be lucky to have a Chad like me. He does fall off a spaceship, so... Mm -hmm. Well, I I wasn't sure if it was... uh, Yeah, I guess it was her and Raynar that stopped him from hitting the ground, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Like Raynard's just doing nice things for them all book. 
He's doing all this work for them. His dad's missing. And he, he is being a bit of a prick about it, but he's Raynar. What do you expect? I don't know. I think he's being kind of reasonable. Like, he's going through something tough. Yeah, he's just he's just insufferable, though, as a general character trait. Yeah, but even Luke at the end is like, maybe try being nicer to Raynar. Yeah. And he's like, he's like also, yeah, it's my birthday, too, dickheads. <laughs> I'm sure R2 remembered. Oh, yeah. And Mara, Mara probably did as well. Mara's around. Hopefully Leia remembered. She was there. Yeah, well... Yeah, they don't talk to each other very much, apparently. They, they're they having a, a falling out. Yeah, and then... it It's kind of awkward, because Mara and Leia always kind of seem like best friends later on. So, I wonder what happened. Do they... How often do Mara and Leia talk before NJO? Because, like, we... Not often at all. I was just talking about NJO. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like if anything happens before then, and then we get the first scene with, I guess they like there's the two missing years where no stories really happen because Merit does take Jaina as her apprentice, so maybe that's when their relationship kind of develops. Mm-hmm. But at that point, Leia's also feeling jealous of Jaina for, uh, or Mer- Leia's feeling jealous of Mera for being so for close putting to an Jaina. effort in with her children. Yeah. <laughs> Which Doesn't Mara trained Jason for a while too? Uh she trains Anakin. Anakin, okay. Oh yeah, that's in is that in Legacy before she dies? No, you're thinking of Ben again, but she I trained... saw a scene where she's with one of the kids and she's like, doesn't let them use the force to move boxes. Yeah, she's she's with Anakin on Dantooine when she is recovering at that point. Oh yeah. Uh because right. Jaina's off doing other stuff. That's when she joins uh, Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. and Mara is sick. So they send Anakin to look after to look after Mara and Anakin's mm-hmm. all upset about it. So Mara tries to teach him to not be an impulsive little shit like he usually is. Mm-hmm. The solo kids like the, the gap between Young Jedi Knights and NJL really and Junior Jedi Knight. It's not really that long. It's maybe a year, maybe two years by the end. And they're just. Everything changes so much. Yeah, I mean, it's also just the tone of the writing, too, I think. Well, Jason is like completely insufferable at the start of NJO. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Then stays that way. Yeah, he's pretty much always he's 30 and like he's one of those characters like in Legacy of the Force, he's 30 or so, but he doesn't feel that that old, like the way he talks and stuff. Yeah like the the thing with like the Jason and Tanel call relationship as well is that it doesn't really ever well it, obviously it comes to something because of Alana but there there's never really a point where they're actually together openly it's mm-hmm. just at some point we hear they had sex and yeah we came from that he does well he does have those nest. weird visits from what I remember doesn't he have like kind of some weird visits with Tanel call like after after she's born where like yeah, like He's Dark kind of Nest like is kind of quasi abusive. Most of it, mm-hmm. and then there's some stuff in Legacy of the Force where he's already kind of dark side, and they're on the on the outs. Because he kidnaps her, doesn't he? Near the end of it, yeah. But then he basically throws the fight against Jaina so he can warn Tenelka and Alana to get to safety. Mm-hmm. Which even is like though like Jaina was kicking her. his ass, so it, it wasn't going to be yeah, no. Really. 
That's like the closest he comes to redemption, though, and it's yeah, not very close. And then he gets, yeah. And he's in that gross pit when Luke and Ben come find him. <laughs> That's the only part yeah. that I really, well, that and the weird sexual assault stuff. That's the stuff that I feel like was the weirdest with his character arc, where like after mm-hmm. his death, there was like, there was no. He never he gets any redemption or like he never gets saved or anything, which is something usually you get for Star Wars characters. Like if there's a, a bit of good in them, usually, you know, especially where they've been set up as a good character for so long, usually they get that save. But Jason, well, really especially doesn't. when they set up Jason as like what his motivations were for doing what he did. And then mm-hmm. in that scene with Luke and Ben later, it's just kind of like evil McBad guy to the max. Mm-hmm. And he kind of closed. Yeah, because Jason, well. even more so than Anakin, his fall is sympathetic based on because, again, it's it's pretty similar where, you know, he's seeing visions of the future and he's obviously being manipulated somewhat. And his like his version of Palpatine is basically Lumaya and she takes yeah. advantage of like his insecurities and turns him. So it's like it, it's it's always the same thing with these main characters turning to the dark side. It's like they they have good reasons or good intentions at least but poor execution <laughs> yeah or a lack of discipline or whatever else like that was that's one of the reasons that i like jason's arc is because it's set up better than anakin's is mm-hmm. but the uh the way it ends is a bit weirder than anakin's i wonder if that's something they ever would have like if that's if they ever could have or would have addressed in future novels I mean, he's dead, so there's only so much you can do, but... Yeah, because the... They had that opportunity with, uh... With the scene with him in the little pit. But I'm also Mm -hmm. not sure how... I can't remember how real that was supposed to be. It's like, it's pretty up for interpretation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially with Abeloth involved. But it's just not a very... start. Yeah, I don't know. Star Wars is usually pretty hopeful. If you've got good in your hearts or your heart, you can be redeemed, even if like, you know. Yeah, because like the the main thing that Luke was doing with Fate of the Jedi was trying to like retrace Jason's step bit. Mm-hmm. Steps. So it would have been nice to have like a proper conclusion, I yeah. guess. Like it just felt like such a secondary thing to kind of bring him back how they did and mm-hmm. just have it be. The way it was when that was kind of central to what Luke was doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I'm excited to get there. Yeah, got, it'll be a while, but yeah, we got uh, basically a whole year worth of episodes just for NJO. <laughs> yeah, and then Legacy of the Forces. I think Legacy's nine and Fate of the Jedi's eleven, right? Uh, no, they're each nine because it was oh okay three sets of three by right three right authors right, yeah. for both of them. It was right. which one was Austin doing? Was that Fate of the Jedi? Yeah, or was that, that was Legacy, Legacy of the Force? Force. Yeah, okay. I think that was Legacy of the Force. So, Legacy of the Force was Alston, Travis, and Denning. And then Fate of the Jedi was Denning. Christy, uh, Golding. Christy Golding, yeah. And. And also, one? wasn't it Karen Travis again? I don't or think no, so. I don't not really any weird man stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Aaron. No, yeah, Alston did both, I guess. Did he? 
So they just yeah. uh, it was to be honest. All... I thought he had I thought he had passed away by then, but it wasn't until mm-hmm. 2014. Yeah, he would have been right when they. So when sad. He was only he was only in his yeah fifty fifty four I think, or fifty three yeah. So that's really sad. He'd mm-hmm. still probably be active. Like he'd only be he'd only be in his early sixties. So yeah, very sad. By all accounts, a very nice man as well. Mm-hmm. It was a real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wrote Mercy Kill like right before. Yeah, and that that was that 2014 that Mercy Kill came out. Uh, that was 2012, 2013. 2012, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Shards of Alderaan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. It was a very short one, even mm-hmm. by um, even by Young Jedi Knight standards. Yeah, we pretty Another much touched on one, literally though. everything that happened already, and a bunch of stuff that didn't because Luke's birthday yeah. was unacknowledged. Mm-hmm. Again, I really like it though. Like half of it's just them fucking around in the jungle. I I always love Yavin as a setting. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun because there's like literally lots for the kids to explore. There's always new mysteries, you know. Um, and then they meet another space slug in Alderaan. There's always like one thing I do like is they're calling um they're calling uh M the translate droid MT, isn't it? Is that what they call him? Yeah, his name. MD. Quicksilver. They like they're calling him now a Quicksilver now, which I assume is their version of Golden Rod, which is what Han always calls yeah. 3PO. So I thought uh, that was kind of nice, but yeah, pr- a pretty short one. I really enjoyed it though. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Where's this rank on your uh, your overall NJO or not NJO? Your overall Young Jedi Knights. Um. I don't know. I, I really liked it. I liked it more than I think like the main like clashes of the previous series. Um, mm-hmm. I thought going to Alderaan was fun. Uh, the kids that like the kids do feel like they're getting older as well, which is mm-hmm. one thing I like. Like they're getting they're actually this is the first time where like they actually have responsibility to go do something, um, which was kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely. Yeah, something like really irresponsible. Like they're expected to use spacesuits and stuff. Like crazy. Definitely yeah. top half though for me. I like. Well, I don't think anyone really knew what they were going to be doing when they were out there. I don't know if Han would have agreed if he knew what was going on exactly. And like Luke doesn't give a fuck what anyone does. He he's usually. I don't think anyone off even with... tells Luke. <laughs> it's like I'm going. <laughs> well, Luke's yeah. probably off chasing Callista as well. Even though he's Again? married to Mara. I was going to say. Yeah, he's probably thinking about her. In lonely moments. And Mara's out with Talon Card. And Lando. Yeah. All right, so we do have a few questions. I saved some from the last episode when we were talking about Bad Batch. Uh... Let me check some out. Uh, We've so, a lot of spam lately, which has been really Yeah, annoying. very sad. Yeah. Some that want sponsorships, but none that are legitimate. I'll read the first one from Hans. Um, what is one Star Wars book or book series that you think is overrated, and what is one you think is underrated should get more love? I'm a big fan of the Dark Horse Star Wars comics, like Purge, Tyrants, and I even like Crimson Empire more than most. What are your thoughts on that, Corey? I think the the number one underrated one for us is probably MedStar, out of especially mm-hmm. everything that we covered on the pod on the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think either of us expected to go in 
and loving it. Love that as much as we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not one that you really hear too much. We heard about it on my tournament, though. Yeah. Which I was. Was that uh, our one? I think it was. No, no that was. Uh, it was Little, Mu- Little Hammer. Yeah. I almost called him Little Mustache because he's got a mustache. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I was, I was very star. impressed with that. <laughs> yeah. Got the deep cuts out there. Um, I agree. That's probably my most underrated as well. And I think generally, like Matthew Stover's stuff is like Stover's probably not someone who comes up a lot in the pantheon of Star Wars EU authors. When people mention it, like they'll probably usually. I thought say, you were gonna say he was overrated for a second. No, no. <laughs> um, I was gonna be very surprised. People will always say like Timothy Zahn, Aaron Alston, Michael Stackpole, uh, Kim J. Anderson, Karen Travis. Like those are kind of the main names. Like, but very rarely hear Matthew Stover and like the episode three novelization is really good. I really love Traitor. And I'm probably going to go back and reread Traitor again, even though I basically just read it. Uh, So yeah, those are my answers for underrated. Okay. For me, I I think we may also agree on overrated. Darth, do you have any other, any other underrated before? No, I, I think you pretty much covered it. Um, I I think I think uh, I Jedi is one of those weird ones where like a lot of people hate it and a lot of people love it and I'm in the mm-hmm. we're both in the, the love it so I would include that. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like these books have been I think underrated because I, I feel like they're them. pretty widely loved. Yeah, young Jedi. You might be right. You might be right. Um, but yeah, for me, overrated is definitely Darth Bane. I think that's so yeah. such such an overrated series. People hold that up as like the the must. I, I see it so much. I never comment on it because I I it's just an opinion ultimately. But, but every time I see somebody recommend Darth Bane as the must read Star Wars Legends book, I'm like, uh, it's 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 schlocky to me. Like it's just it's like power fantasy schlock. Yeah, like I I agree there. And for me as well, Jedi Academy trilogy, I don't really love. Fair enough. Uh, I think the Thrawn duology is also underrated. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, I I was thinking about a, a kind of hot take that uh, maybe, and this isn't saying it's bad, but if we're going to say slightly, slightly overrated for how it's held up as just a general book, not just a Star Wars book, there's a chance, chance that maybe the Thrawn trilogy is just slightly overrated. I don't know if i can agree to be honest because i like, like it as just a book too but I, I i i get where you're coming from but i really like it but i feel like it's held up sometimes as a gold standard that it doesn't quite like it's held up as being slightly better than it actually is which is like marginally overrated i'm not saying it's bad i still love it but i think it might be just a tad overrated I think for me, the only part that's overrated would be the ending. I, I, like, I think it doesn't nail the ending necessarily uh, with the clone stuff. Um, well, I think what it is is that the importance of it in establishing the expanded universe sometimes gets uh, conflated with being like slightly better than it is. I don't know. For me, it's the like I, I see where you're coming from, but I just. 
I disagree because for me, it's one of the only books that really, really captures the the heart of the original trilogy for me. Like reading it, like I in the characters, and like I feel like like I get the same feeling kind of as the original trilogy okay. well, for me personally. But yeah, like that that's your opinion. You're welcome to it. And the fact that we've had a slight disagreement means the podcast is canceled. Okay, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, do you have any others you want to add to that? So that's an interesting question. Uh, I really no, I, th- I think my big ones for overrated are probably Jedi Academy and Darth Bane as well. Okay. Okay. Um, next we have is Mark. He says, hey guys, love the podcast. I've been listening to the Young Jedi Knights audiobooks. I assume he means the uh, pre-recorded ones like I've been listening to, or the auto-generated ones like I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I should make a drink game every time I hear the reader say, hey, and this is a fact. That's what Tenel Call always says. Um, I know that people keep asking if you'll discuss certain books. It's just a matter of time. But when do you somewhat expect NJO uh, and the Thrawn? And he's also wondering whether he thinks the Thrawn trilogy or duology, whether we think the Thrawn trilogy or duology is better. I prefer the trilogy, but the duo- duology yeah. is very good for different reasons. It, it's very less, it's less action oriented. It's much more like a thing that exists like inside the EU at that point. Yeah. And like, whereas like the Thrawn trilogy is like, he was just writing that with like some like West End game stuff, but really, yeah, kind of just writing it. Yeah, like I, I do think the trilogy is probably the better one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I, it's been so long since I've read duology, so maybe I will like it better. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure when we're gonna be able to get to NJO. Like, I'm gonna guess 2020, mid 2022. Like I think about a year from now, to be honest. Well, maybe I'm kind of thinking about what what it would look like when we get there. Like, how do we structure mm-hmm. that? Because we're definitely going to have other episodes kind of thrown in. So, like, what do we need to do before then? What are we going to do while we do it? Yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, we still have a lot of Legends material to get through before yeah. then. Like, even the Bantam books. Like, we've got... I'm just thinking of, like, Corellian Trilogy. Black and we've Fleet got Crisis. Black Fleet. That's six right there, and we very Duology, rarely do... Survivor's Quest. Yeah, we very rarely do like six straight weeks of books, so like that will end yeah. up being like twelve weeks. Um, yeah, we've got. Well, that's why of... I'm thinking. Like, is it a kind of thing where we'll end up, uh, like maybe after we finish the last Young Jedi Knights book, do we end up doing Vector Prime and then? No, doing... I I really think we should finish the the Bantam stuff first. So you want to go like fully in order that way? I think okay. so. I'm open. I'm open to considering other things, but yeah. I'm just thinking about, like, what are we going to... I guess there will be, like, new releases that we put in the middle of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... and we can go back and do, like, if we haven't done Jedi Prince by then, we can do sure. that, or, like, comics and stuff. I feel like Jedi Speaking Prince of... is going to be something that we kind of do, like, these, where we put them in the, the off weeks, where they're, like, a bit easier for us to to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, agreed. Uh... We also, I, I was thinking this too. I should have recommended we read this instead of, um, instead of Crystal Star. We should have done next week uh, the new book, Heart of the Jedi. But I forgot about that. Is that coming out? No, I mean the oh right, the no, one, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah, not, not Light of the, yeah. But we can do that whenever Light of the Jedi comes. Doesn't come out till June, I think. Uh. Yeah, I feel like we've we've said we're gonna do Crystal Star and then not done Crystal Star. No, I agree. We have to do it now. We have to There's do no. It now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the 
Uh, so we're doing Crystal Star next week. Then, and we're also doing a Bad Batch episode next week, so that'll probably be earlier in the week. We don't really have a set day for that, but probably end up being like Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of wondering whether... <sighs> I've been thinking about whether we should rearrange the schedule um, and okay. move Bad Batch to Friday, but I don't know. That, that would mean no Thursday show, and we're kind of gotten used to it at this point. Yeah, I mean, we could we could change it, but mm-hmm. we actually talk Just because... about Bad Batch when it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Probably the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, so we'll think about that anyway. Not for tomorrow, Not for but tomorrow, maybe for but... next episode. Yeah, we'll we'll figure that. No out. No guarantee. We'll post about it on Twitter, whatever we do. Yeah. Uh, so our next question is from Christopher. It says, when it comes to the four main characters of the Young Jedi Knight series, how do you rank them from your f- least from your favorite to your least favorite? Keep in mind, I'm mainly referring to how they're written or portrayed solely in Young Jedi Knights. I bet 100 credits that J- Corey's least favorite is Jason. I like the Baka the most, I think. <laughs> hmm. Um, it's a good question. Uh, I I think Tenel Ka is a bit boring how she's written, but. We have the other thing about Tenel. I think Tenel Ka on average is pretty boring, but like the the books about her have been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jason can be kind of annoying, but I enjoy the comedy. Mm, I don't know. That's it's hard for me to say. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I I don't know that I have like it's it's always so skewed by what the most recent one is because there will be some books mm-hmm. where one or two of them are just like completely sidelined like Lobaka has nothing to do in this one mm-hmm. but in the which one was it when they were on it's darkest night where they're on Kashyyyk and he has a lot mm-hmm. more to do in that one and in that one he's kind of head and shoulders above the other ones which is a joke yeah. about how tall he is yeah. and like sometimes Jason just like gets one one liner in and then that's it Mm-hmm. Or I think Jane is kind of the most middle of the road. Black I think she's probably most, most frequently the main character as well. Yeah, but she's just a lot more of a blank slate in a lot of them than the other characters are. Like mm-hmm. there's fewer defining characteristics for them, which partially mm-hmm. means she has fewer of the like annoying tropes going on with her. But because of how short the books are, there's not as much time to really develop the characters beyond whatever their their annoying tropes are. Which mm-hmm. kind of makes her a little bit more bland, but yeah, like, no, I, I like I, all I of them, so I, I yep. it's hard to give a, a direct ranking. Uh, do you want to get the next one? All right, our next question is from Dakota, who asked, "Do you prefer the voice of Legend for the audiobook? Do you prefer the voice of Legend Thrawn with the more baritone and confident, or Canon Thrawn with the whispery guy? Do you think the deductions it's, it's the same guy." It's the same guy. Um, it's um, why am I forgetting his name? Um, he does all the Star Wars. Audio- well, a lot of the Star Wars. Um, why am I forgetting his name? Um, can't drive. Mark Thompson. Uh, it's he does both the the twentieth anniversary like Thrawn books and all the new Thrawn ones, and all he does is he's changed his voice to more cl- closely match Rebels. I. It it doesn't end up being that different. I prefer his like he would have actually been my choice to voice Thrawn in Rebels. Um 
Although I think Mickelson ended up doing a great job. I just thought he, like it was probably just because he's who I associated with his voice because he'd been doing the audiobooks for a while. Um, he's almost like a little slurred in um, canon. I, I guess you've never listened to the audiobooks, Corey, yeah. but he just he talks like very like this and like it, it's it's hard to explain. He he tries to kind of mimic the rebels' voice, and I think it works. But I do prefer Legends. Yeah, and um, uh, they also asked how we feel about the like the the deductions and all that. If that's better in like the earlier stuff or in the later stuff because i don't think it's as much a canon and legends distinction no. it's more of an earlier on and later on thing like outbound flight is where it really kind of flips mm -hmm. we did see it a bit in the last book we read um yeah. where he logics through i can't remember what exactly something near kind of near the end of the book and i enjoyed yeah, but that with those it's with i think the difference is more how it's explained where initially it's like the kind of impenetrable and even when he explains it, it doesn't really make that much sense versus mm -hmm. now it's a bit more grounded. And after the fact, uh, it kind of you can see how he reached the conclusion he did. And I, I do like how it's explained more now versus the uh, versus the original like Thrawn trilogy presentation of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. My my favorite bit is still the how many who's on which ship. Remember that? From the yeah, that, that's always what I think of. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, no. That's one case where it's. I, I do think it improved kind of as a as we improve as we went on. Um, I think our next question is from. We answered that one. I believe it's Joel's. Uh, Joel's. Let me see. I think I lost that question. Can you read it? Uh, do you think Jason Solo should have turned into a Sith Lord, or do you think he should have been just a Darksider without the Sith label? Perhaps someone who did not mm -hmm. consider himself a Darksider, but clearly was doing evil things, despite thinking he was in the right. Curious to hear your thoughts here. No, I, I think he worked better as a Sith. Um, like, I, I think the Sith works because ultimately the Sith are like this power that propagates evil, mm -hmm. and he he gets turned by a Sith. And I think Lumaya plays a pretty important role in making his kind of fall more believable. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I'd want to necessarily remove her and thus the Sith from the equation. Yeah. Like the whole Darth of activist thing. And like you can see how he does get kind of turned around and think like, Oh, maybe it's just the Sith I know about did it wrong and I'm going to do it right this time. And I have, I have good intentions. So clearly it'll be okay for me. And I mm -hmm. do like that. It's kind of lampshaded the entire time is like, no, what he's doing is actually wrong, and the Sith label helps with that. But we'll probably have a lot more to say about that once we get to uh, mm -hmm. betrayal. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Or uh, even in darkness, because there is kind of that progression towards, and then yeah. Sith is kind of the next logical step for what's going on with him. Doesn't that series pretty much open with Jason flow walking? Yeah, because he's he's doing all of his weird force stuff throughout dark nest mm -hmm. like he basically turns into pure light fighting on and then he just never comes down from that cheats at league of legends with the force yeah he he was a big league player i think he was a jungler and that's why he rages all the time once those balance Maybe. changes came in for season 11 he just he was done okay you've exceeded my league of legends knowledge uh is there any, anything else in the question box uh no i don't think so we are, our question box has been drained. 
another thing that's been drained is my goddamn patience with the community. Because I've asked you guys to leave some funny, epic, and helpful reviews for our podcast. And I went to go check them today. Nothing new. Leave some reviews. I'll read them out next episode. All right. Do it. Or else he'll cry again. Yeah. I'm going to make my my children cry. No, I'm not even going to joke about that. Don't do that. I wouldn't even, I can't even joke about that. I spent like all day today building Gus a goddamn slide. The kid is, the kids are so spoiled. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. uh, The slide just plays Star Wars lore videos on the way down. Dude, this kid is obsessed with Star Wars. I was putting him to bed last night and, uh, or a couple nights ago, and he goes, Chewbacca loves you. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then he did his, he did it. I was like, can you do a Chewbacca impression? And he did it and it was okay. Did I play it, I think, on the uh, stream? Yeah, yeah. I think you did on the, on the Stellaris stream. Hold on. Chewbacca. What's the name Chewbacca make? What does Chewbacca sound like? So not bad, not bad. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got for today. Anything you want to end off with, Corey? Loses? Uh, no. Just remember, watch Bad Batch. That'll be our next episode. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's Waru time. So get yep. reading Crystal Star. Send in mm-hmm. your questions to tapcaftransmissions at gmail dot com. Leave your reviews on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh. Let me know how much you think that my my slight opinion there meant that I actually hate the Thrawn trilogy. And, well, uh, leaving five stars. Yeah, and uh, the more you can call us shills, the better, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, beer your cart tonight in yeah. 45 minutes. Anyone watching live with uh, special guest Kevin Cool X. Wow. Another guest on beer your cart. Let's see if we can alienate them in one stream or more. Um, I think we could probably, I think we could probably get pretty close. <laughs> the soundboard needs to go. Right, you know what else needs to go? It's us. So thank you for watching, everyone. Thanks for listening, all you audio people. We'll see you next time for more transmissions from the 